We're live. We're here. Hooray! 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 Podcast. Yeah, we did podcast. it. Week eight of being sick. <laughs> please, please stop dying. Yeah, I would love to. I wish I could. Me too. So I, what I'm bummed <laughs> out with, so I go to Arizona this weekend. I leave Friday evening. Okay. And that's when Dragon Ball Z's showing up. Oh. I'm not going to get to play it till like Sunday. Oh no. Oh yeah, I wonder yeah. when that unlocks. Uh, 10 a.m. our time. God damn it. I thought I saw something that the PC one actually got pushed or something. Is that is that true? I have no idea. In a way, I kind of don't care because Monster Hunter is in like, well, it's out now, essentially. No, in an hour. But like, so I was hoping to do a little bit of Dragon Ball tonight, <laughs> like at midnight or something. Uh, it says this game will unlock in approximately 13 hours. Fuck. God damn yeah. it. So 10 a.m. our time. Oh, I know. Well, I'm not impressed either. I guess that'll be Sunday. <laughs> oh, <wow. coughs> digital only bullshit. Actually, speaking of which, um, so I just uh, like two weeks ago or whatever, boxed up my Wii U. Yeah, you know, there's no way I'm playing this thing. This thing's dead. Um, it, yeah, totally. Then, then for whatever reason, GameStop put uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions on sale for like 20 bucks. Okay. You should have <laughs> just waited for the re-release. <laughs> part of me actually thought like, watch watch this one come out on Switch and I actually am happy for it. And it's, and but I would, I would play that way more on the Switch. Just can't sit that's down like, and dedicate so, time to that. Right. That's But that's such a niche game. Like, why would they bring that one back? Because it's, it's like the world that's the only way. I have to wait that's, ten years for it. That's all Atlas way. is known for is niche, and it's the so. only way those people with a Switch would ever get to play a Persona type game. Really, that's true. Well, well like I no, said, Shin Megami Tensei is coming out for it. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. What the first one? Five. Yeah. Oh, okay. I forgot about um, that. Well, I mean, I if it comes out on Switch before I start playing it on the Wii U which could very well happen because I don't really plan to plug my Wii U in. Right. Um, then I'll just get it again. It was it was 20 bucks. It's not like I bought the game full retail twice. And obviously I'd prefer to play it on the Switch. But anyway, I, I, I'm fine with having it for the Wii U. Anyway, point was, so I had to do like the whole, they're not selling it online. You have to check store availability. So I found a store relatively close that had it. Um... And you know, I phoned them up just to make sure, and they're like, and I'm like, hey, do you have Token Mirage sessions? And they're like, oh, yeah, we have it used. And I'm, already, I'm just rolling my eyes, like, of, of course you mentioned used first. And I was like, well, uh, do you have it new? Oh, yeah, we have it new. Uh, and I was like, cool, what's the price? Because I wanted to make sure the price was the same. Yeah. Uh, well, it's $30 used and 20 new. <laughs> of course. Makes sense. And I was like, <laughs> okay, well, um, I'd like the new one. Oh, we don't have the box for it. <laughs> we, we must have lost it when we were when we moved <clears throat> buildings. So I'm like, well, can oh. I have can I have a used box with the new game? Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, you can just buy the used one if you want. No, I'm good. I, I'd like the new copy if that's fine. Um, but yeah, this guy just would not stop it with the used stuff over and over again. Anyway, I mean, and it had to be my um 
my girlfriend picking it up because it was actually close to her work. So she went on her lunch break and she was like, man, they tried to get make me buy a membership so much. Like, how could they not tell? I had no idea what the hell they were talking about. <laughs> but I specifically texted her. I was like, don't let them trick you into buying some <laughs> scratch protection or yeah. a goddamn Funko Pop. <laughs> no, Funko Pops are fine. They're OK. You have to know. You have to know in your heart if you're willing to spend the money on it. Just don't be a yeah. sucker. Only the good Funko Pops. There's like a couple nice ones. They're usually the ones that don't have the eyes visible. They're basically the really good Funko Pops are anything that's not humanoid, essentially. <laughs> I guess. I just don't like I don't like the way they look. That's totally fair. Some of them. And there's a million of them. There, There's like a million. There are, of them. There are li- literally a million of them. More yeah. so in the world if you count doubles. Sure. Yeah. I just like everywhere you look, there's a Funko Pop and every day a new one comes out. Yeah. So uh, people are saying the Cuphead ones are pretty good. I've actually heard that the Cuphead ones actually look fine. Those look because cool. Cuphead kind of looks like a Funko Pop. Yeah. So. I kind of like the Mega Man Pixel Pels, which are like basically I, Funko I'm Pops. Not a, I'm not into those Cuphead Funko Pops. I just Googled. The Cuphead mm. ones? No. I actually haven't seen one myself. I'll, I'll Google it. Mi- Mr. Dice is probably the only one. And and maybe the devil. Oh, fuck yeah, Mr. Dice. Oh, yeah, you know, I actually hadn't seen these. Uh, Yeah, I don't like these either. What are the ones We're... right next to it, though? Just the Cuphead vinyl collectibles? Yeah, those look way better. Is yeah, that not what you're they, talking about? I mean, they about? just look like Cuphead. Let me look up Funko. I don't know the if Funko I've seen Pop this The Funko Pop one looks like it'd Holy be like a shit, weird, that like... looks terrible. Like, <laughs> weird, like... No, 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 no. In, in China, weird knockoff. Like, no. this is like the, like the Android App Store version. This isn't, the, this isn't the one I was talking about. It's this Vinyl Collectibles Funko one. Oh, so this is just Funko, not Funko Pop. There's right. actually a brand difference. Funko, I think, are just the people that create them, but they're, yeah, like, Pop is just, like, they're shitty mass-produced. So Pop produced. is when they want it to look, like, garbage? Yeah. They have to, yeah, no, I think they the, all fit style. These regular Funkos look real nice, but the they're Funko so Pops good. look, like, garbage. <laughs> See, that's what I thought you were talking about. I'm like, what are you talking about? They're really good. So <laughs> but, yeah. Are, are the Funko there other Funkos, are then? <laughs> huh? Maybe. Yeah. Are there other I Funkos? So. Like, I'm, I think I went so. to Funko.com. Okay, I, I, I just like went to the Google Pops. image search. So, got the yeah. This Hey Arnold Funko Pop looks bad. Mm. <laughs> yeah, This probably. Scrooge McDuck one looks alright. There's a Walmart exclusive Funko Pop of Cuphead, and it's just him being surprised with milk splashing out of his head. Yeah, <clears throat> I think the Funko Pop are, like, they're all supposed to adhere to a certain style. Which, like trash, be- yeah, better or worse, can look okay or bad depending on what the actual thing is. But like, yeah, I was thought I thought you talking about the vinyl collectibles or whatever fun- uh, Cuphead that I saw. I didn't know they released like a Funko Pop version of it that looks like melted plastic. <laughs> <laughs> That's the oh, difference. by the way, apparently you have to split the two. I have to make a callback, Sean, to when you told me. I think it was even on air. About that bootleg stuff, Twitter, because that's been my favorite Twitter account to look at. 
It's pretty good. It's yeah, really, like it's really good. yeah. So just like I was saying, these Funko Pops look like something you would see on there. <laughs> yeah, they totally yeah. do. Yeah, it's a good Twitter account for sure. Yeah, it's really uh, good. Another one, kind of same vein, is let me make sure I get the full spelling right. Uh, real quick, it is, okay. So it's just at shitty Mario. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and these are just pictures of like off-brand Mario's that people find and send to this person, and then they retweet them. Um, and it's basically just bootleg Mario's and it's, it's also really great. Yeah. Shitty Mario is pretty good. Yep. Um, anyway, so I got Tokyo Mirage Sessions on, on, uh, Wii U. Good for you. Um, the box is, has all that nice sticker residue near the edge. Yeah. Um, yep. So that's a thing. And, but you know whatever yep and maybe one day that'll go inside of a game console i don't i don't believe it but yep it could <laughs> yeah i don't quite believe it either but i i you know i tell myself i'll I'll play it just like i tell myself i'll finish tales of basuria one day but i just like i'm saying i'm gonna finish tales of vesperia one day too so yep. don't hold your no, breath none of these things are gonna happen nope um i'll play it when it comes to the switch i guess sure but I won't be happy about it. Why would I'd you be? be a hip- I'd be a hypocrite if I was. So You already are a hypocrite. I've got to put my foot down. Yeah. No more Wii U ports. No. All the Wii U ports. Give me That's every my, game. Every single one. Every That's my one. campaign. That's my presidential campaign stance. <laughs> you, could, you could win on that. I've seen people win with me, less. I won't <laughs> let any more Wii U games really? come to your Switch. <laughs> Yep. Anyway, yeah. uh, top-down perspective. <laughs> January 25th. <laughs> we're almost done the first month. This month seems like it went by fast. Yeah, I agreed. Sean, I'm going to give you some good news. There's only about 235 Wii U physical copy games out there, so we're almost so, done porting them all to the Switch. <laughs> yeah, we got about 200 more of them to go, and then the whole catalog will be over there. Mm, yeah. Great. Yep. Uh, and then they'll start on, like, Wii games, probably. And then the Wii U versions of it are going to be like super rare collectibles that are actually super expensive for anybody who wants them. It's going to be great. Good time. John's here. Paul's here. I'm here. Hi. And uh, I didn't play anything this week. John, what did you play this week? <laughs> I played a bunch of things. Uh, I played Iconoclast, which came out Tuesday. That's yeah. a real good game. This is made by Konjak, the guy who's known for the Noitu Love games. Uh, this is a game I talked about at PAX East a couple years ago. Uh, it was It's basically like a Metroidvania style game with like some really nice sprite work, some really good storytelling. It's just like overall a super solid game. Uh, I don't really know what else to say without kind of going into too much spoilers, but like you have like a chargeable blaster, you have a wrench which you can use to do platforming tricks. Um, you get party members every now and then that'll help you out with combat and bosses. Uh, the bosses so far have been really good, and like the exploring's been fun. It, I don't know what else to say, but like it's a really good game. You should check it out. Yeah, this is one I've been keeping my eye on, but time crept up on me. I didn't realize it was out already. Yeah, it came out Tuesday, and it's been on in the works for I think ten years. I think is what they said online. Jesus. Yeah. Which Paul needed crazy. 12 years to get ready. I needed 12. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still not yeah. ready. <laughs> Two more years will be good. 
Yeah, he'll play it in uh, 2020 on the on the Switch. I would love to play this on the Switch. <laughs> so a lot of people have been saying that, so don't be surprised. I mean, that's yeah. like the running thing now is like <laughs> port come to Switch because everyone wants it. Yep. Yep. For sure. Uh, uh on that's kind of like <clears throat> with our um with our Patreon poll that's currently going on. Not to not to plug that patreon.com slash top down perspective. Right. <laughs> not to plug the Patreon. Um take the bad time for a drink. Yeah. Um <laughs> but Hollow Knight's winning, which is great. I want to play Hollow Knight. Part of me is like, you know, if we keep pushing it off, eventually it'll be on the Switch. They already said Q1 2018. I'm a little annoyed it isn't <clears throat> out already on the Switch. I hope I they think it got pushed. I think it, it got did. delayed. It did. Um so I guess two more months before end of Q1. Yeah. Anyway, a comic I mean, class looks real nice. This art style is cool. Yeah, it's really mm-hmm. good. Very colorful. Uh, I, on Monday, I ended up completing Bust a Move, the puzzle game with Bubble oh. and Bob or Bob and Bob on it. So, okay. Yeah. Are cool. you doing another like 52 games? Yeah. This year, I'm aiming for 64. 64. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, Bust a Move was game number four. All right. So you're, right, you're currently at about four games for one month. Yeah, you'd have to. You're gonna have to speed up a bit. Uh, yeah. Well, we got one more stream left before the end of this month, though. Okay. Every Monday we do these. So, and I right. lost uh, three. Yeah, two Mondays so far this month. So we're a little behind. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you've only done if you've done four in <coughs> two episodes or you know yeah, episodes exactly, whatever, then you're then that's fine because you need to do more than one a week. Well, the bummer is, like, this week we only got one done, because uh, I actually, the other game I tried to do this week was Guardian Heroes for the Sega Saturn, and I oh. guess 360. Yeah. And uh, that game is a lot harder than I realized, and I also didn't realize your stats didn't save when you died, so you had to start from scratch, so. Okay. Oh. Yeah, so we tried twice, and I let the chat choose my path, and unfortunately we got to, like, the last stage or the second last stage both times and just couldn't finish it. Are you eventually like each year just going to raise this until you beat every game that comes out in a year? <laughs> I don't think that's physically possible. <laughs> okay. So that's a, I'm going to take that as a no then. That is a very much a no. Okay. 64 is probably going to be the sweet spot. I wouldn't be surprised if I kept it at that number and just like just kept tweaking my goals a bit. Right. Because like, I, I want to do like 10 NES games, 10 SNES games, blah, blah, blah. Well, is, is the next one like 360? God no! How Is would that, that like even the, work? That'd be that'd be more than a game a day, or like because like that'd be stream about a game a day, a yeah. little more than a game. Because I day. wouldn't stream every day. I don't know. I was just trying to think like, what's the next video game number after sixty four? And three sixty jumped into my head. Three sixty, <laughs> you know, slight slight leap, slight leap there, <laughs> slightly. Well, say another one. Say one in between. One twenty eight, which is the yeah. Jaguar. Okay. Well, I didn't know that. It's not called the Jaguar one twenty eight. Why don't you do the? Or wait, or was the Jaguar two fifty six? Either way, either way, it's not as high as three sixty. Okay. Yep. No. Um. <clears throat> yeah. T- how, about, how about twenty six hundred for the Atari? No. <laughs> yeah. God, no. Unless all of them are like twenty six hundred game length, then maybe. Okay, I'm I'm just going to grab I'm just going to count every mini micro game in a Wario game as one separate game and that'll help. Even then, that's still like even then that's like how many micro games are there in a Wario Wario game? 
maybe let's say on the high end 200 right that's still not even like a third of what you need to get done i just realized how many games 2600 would actually be 2600 yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's like a third of my collection which is bad that's twice as many games as like paul has on steam you'd have to play through every one of them okay yeah have to play through every single one multiple times yeah yep So what you're saying is you'll do this in like four years. <laughs> God, no. <clears throat> yeah, uh, Garden Heroes, great game. Beat them up. All right. Multi-lane game. Uh, two-player co-op. You have an AI yep. partner you control. Four different characters you can pick from and you can lock more along the way. Uh, really fun. Highly recommend it. It's got a 360 port, which is a lot more accessible. And I believe it also got moved to Xbox One recently. You know, it's interesting okay. that you played this one because I was actually going to buy this a couple of weeks ago when I was playing on the 360 again. Yeah, I heard the 361 might actually be the one that saves your stats. Okay. So I might have ju- just got them confused. I'm not 100% on that. But that would definitely make it easier than the uh, Saturn one. I just wanted to play it on the original hardware. Sure. Makes sense. Uh, otherwise, last night we did a bunch of Dead Space 2 multiplayer on Steam. Okay. Yeah, this, that's pretty this good. Was, this was really silly. Um so it's basically Left for Dead, where one half is just a bunch of humans trying to accomplish a bunch of goals and escape, and the other half are just like the the necromorphs trying to murder them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Four v four. Um, the whole point is that you basically just keep throwing necromorphs at the humans until they just can't. They run out of time in accomplishing their goals. They have a strict time limit, and each objective adds more to the clock. So, like preventing sure. them from doing anything counts for an easy win. And then obviously you swap sides, and then you see how that goes. Yeah, um, it was surprisingly fun and surprisingly not running that bad. Probably because no one is playing the servers for for, De- for Dead Space sure. Two right now. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that might be the exact same multiplayer as Singularity has. Maybe hmm. it wouldn't. Except that wouldn't surprise Singularity me. Singularity was class based, but I think I think I think the enemy played as whatever while one team was trying to get some objectives done. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah, no, uh, that was surprisingly fun and totally worth it. Uh, except the problem is the more someone levels up, the more weapons they get or the more perks they get. And uh, some of those perks include just straight up getting the line gun. So it feels like it's a lot more weighted towards the humans than the necromorphs, which kind of makes sense. Sure. But I'm assuming the necromorphs have more lives. I mean, Maybe they can just keep coming. Both sides can just keep respawning. Oh, okay. It's all just <laughs> time based. That's the only limit. Uh, humans, the more they level up, the more like med kits and stasis packs they get. Uh, healing also heals anyone nearby you in like an area of effect. But you can slow down humans by like jumping on top of them and like pinning them down, so they have to like wrestle you off. Okay. You have four different types of necromorphs, and you get two weapons to choose from if you're a human. The pulse rifle and just whatever you unlock from leveling up. Um, yeah, it was fun. I would probably be willing to do more of it. We cool. had like, maybe, we had made like 30, 40 people playing last night. Nice. So we had a nice, good rotation. It was really good. But other than that, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Except for like some crossword games on my phone. Nice. Nice. Crosswords. Crosswords. I do love crosswords. They're real good. I'm terrible at crosswords. I started yeah. playing, was it Wordscapes, I think is what it's called. It's like 
you get a pile of letters and you just have to figure out how many different words you can make with those letters. Oh, it's boggle. Yeah, you know what? It's boggle, but it's also displayed on a crossword. So like you'll get hints about what letters can make up other words. Okay. Also, you get a like, lot less letters than boggle. Like I'm at six letters. Okay. Yeah, there's a million of those on the phone. Yeah. Oh, I like words cases free. <clears throat> yep. Yep, Paul. Okay. Metal Gear Survive. Let me tell you about this shit. All right. All right. I watched this stream. I want to know. Holy shit. That game is good. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. So. Surprise. So, um, first of all, I have to say this is not at all Metal Gear. Like, don't even think. Let's just call this Survive because there's no fucking Metal Gear in this. Like, at all. At all. It's what this was, was there were sound effects that were the same. Yeah, I mean, it's it's literally the engine and assets from Metal Gear Solid 5, but, like, nothing to do with that series at all, except that there's some weapons that use the same, like, models and stuff. Um, well, you're playing, you played the beta, obviously. I played the beta. So there with, might be, like, a single-player mode? There is a single-player mode. That does have stuff from Metal Gear. We don't know yet. Well, I That's mean, the, idea, the one that, I, that literally ties in the story. The way it ties in is that you're a dude on mother base that gets sucked into the zombie portal and you, now you're trying to survive in this world like that's okay how it connects or whatever. the zombie portal that was in metal gear solid 5 that's the one i didn't play right i'm it's, asking yeah no it's just a stupid thing that they did to like try to connect the two because this okay th- this isn't at all a metal gear game uh what it is is dungeon defenders with guns <laughs> Which is kind of great. So it is a class-based team survival mode where you have a center. You have like a drill that's drilling for energy or whatever. And while this is happening, you're being attacked. It's a horde mode. You're being attacked by waves of zombies that have different effects. Like some blow up. Some are strong because they're armored. Some are just like in mass they're weak but they come like in huge numbers and stuff you're gonna ask something can you can you choose where the thing you're protecting where that is no okay so then it's the horde mode from most games no overdrive (laughs) wait what was what was that one sunset overdrive sunset overdrive it's that one okay because horde mode in gears three and four definitely four you could choose where you wanted to like station your th- your like okay fair loot enough box member yeah no yeah. this is like this is very obviously it's a drill thing that's happening in what looks to be like an area where there probably was people and like a base at some point but now it's just like ruins and rubble for the most part so there's like some walls and some but there's parts oils and, under those hills yeah there's oils or like I can't remember what the name of the energy is but. It's some form of love. energy that you're. Yeah, it's love. You're collecting love. It makes. <laughs> it's not the dumbest thing metal a Metal Gear game has done. So <laughs> it's. We'll call it love. Um, what makes it fun is that it's just a multiplayer like fuck around tower defense game with friends, and it plays very well. Uh, metal Gear Solid Five. Does it play like Metal Gear? Like you? Yeah. You can lay yeah. On yeah. Your yeah. Stomach. Yeah. Yeah. It's Metal Gear Solid Five like okay. mechanically. Which is what that game does well because Metal Gear Solid 5 story is fucking garbage. So 
the fact that like they took the good thing of this like straight up stole it basically from Kojima or like kicked him out or whatever and took their property whatever you want to say and like made this weird tower defense thing is totally okay with me I really want them to just play around with like good tech with dumb game modes for multiplayer stuff and that's exactly what this is and um the fact that don't it's, you kind of wish they didn't call it Metal Gear though yeah I do I 100% yeah. do because that's going to piss off a lot of Metal Gear people and they're going to miss out on something that's kind of fun because of that. And it's going to give people the wrong idea thinking like it's going to give the normies the wrong idea thinking like, hey, I like that solid snake game. I'm going to pick up the new Metal Gear and they're going to be so disappointed. Oh, my God, that poor soul. <laughs> they don't know what they're walking into. Well, I mean, we, again, maybe the story mode is more Metal Gear like. Sure. probably not maybe probably not. I'm, I'm just yeah i don't know it, like maybe <laughs> i mean it can't the, the single player mode can't just be like 12 horde missions in a row right it probably could because like there's no main metal gear character involvement from as far as we know of like, somebody the trailer for survive pretty much showed like big boss leaving and then all this shit happened like as he was off screen there are some videos online of like people showing some of that single player stuff. I didn't look at any of those because I kind of don't care. This is going to be the $40 buy this thing on PC with three dudes and like have a good couple weekends with game. Is it is it actually 40 bucks? Yeah, it's not okay. a full price game. OK, yeah. Um, I made my character look like a battle torn Jill Valentine. And we just played around for four hours in that game. And then I had to go to bed because I worked the next day. <laughs> so, yeah, I like it. It was an all around success. I think that thing is actually quite good. And I know there's going to be a large contingency of people that absolutely just hate it because of Konami, which is fair enough. Konami has done some real shitty things. The fact that it's called Metal Gear, it has nothing to do with Kojima or his series. Like, there's a lot of reasons to hate this thing, but I think it's just a fun little thing to play around in. I'm seeing the chat. What's the max number of players? You and three other people is what we had. So four people. Is it five in Gears? Uh, yes. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Good times. I think people should check that out. Just put all your. When does that come out again? February twenty. First. Is it twenty first? Okay. I had, I'll take I had it up a second ago. Yeah. Cool. That's, that seems right. Cool. Yep. I'll take your word for it. Uh, weird thing. I thought it was okay on PS4. I'm looking more forward to playing it on PC because that's how I played Metal Gear Solid Five. So that's how I'm used to controlling that game. So it was kind of just like me learning the controls on can PS4. Can you like hide in a box? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe yeah, you can craft a box. Think, like you do a lot of crafting, I guess I should say. You pick up like the basic idea is you start the round off and it's like three minutes until the drill activates or whatever. And you're running around this actually real harsh environment, picking up just what, like random things so that you can build your defenses. So you can build like machine guns and turrets and traps and all that sounds stuff. like gears horde mode yeah yeah it is like exactly that stuff and there's actual survival game stuff in there like you do 
need to drink and eat while doing stuff, which is okay. This is not gears. Uh, annoying. <laughs> I'll say this ain't your maybe. daddy's gears of war horde mode. Yeah. My favorite part was you, you get side missions while you're doing this too. So like people can break off from defending the base and like go do the side missions to get like maybe an ammo refill for the whole team or like a bunch of traps will set up at a certain location or whatever to kind of boost your what what, what exactly would a side mission be like just like uh, run to the side of the map and hit a go to this side of the map maybe take out like some dudes guarding this thing then taking it back to your base sort of thing okay the what i'm getting at is one of these things cool. one of these things was like taking on two elite dudes like at level 15 they're like level 20 or whatever and armored so they're a little hard to do solo so i think they kind of expect you to at least go with one or two people but the payoff is is you get two d walkers so you're just like mowing down zombies and like these for people that have played metal gear solid five i guess these like tiny mechs that have machine tur gun turrets on them and it's just super fun they have some good stuff in there honestly so that's kind of like gear gears had um like each round there was like a bonus objective you could try and go for like get 15 headshots before this wave finished okay it's kind of yeah. like that but it seems a little more like in depth like mm -hmm. you have to go do go to a certain spot and whatnot also the bow and arrow is really good because you can craft different types of arrows so like flame arrows to take out multiple enemies heavy arrows to do a lot of damage to certain enemies most important thing is that after you shoot them you can run to where that arrow like landed and pick it back up so you don't waste all your ammo okay yeah which is that's just good it's yep. maybe overpowered because i found <laughs> i was running out of ammo for guns real fucking quick i played one round with a bow and arrow no problem at all. Killed everything that was in my sight and never ran even close to running out of ammo. So a lot of time the bow is awesome. Like I'm yep. playing Assassin's Creed right now. And the bow is awesome. I've I have heard this. <laughs> I've heard that. What like, is to the it? point where it's like, how did I ever play Assassin's Creed without a bow? Mm. Yeah, I didn't think I'd be talking so highly about Metal Gear Survive, but. I was pleasantly surprised. That being said, I do need to play the single player thing and just see what that is because every game is good yeah, with I'm friends. Real so. I mean, we're saying single player mode, but could it just be a campaign that you like a co-op campaign? I I, I am like, going to be honest crazy. with you. Somebody told me what it was. I completely forgot. So, okay. I am 3D Homer. If you're in the chat, why don't you go ahead and say what it was because i think he told me and i don't remember because i didn't care about the single player idea of this game um all right moving along i started playing steamworld heist on switch and that game is quite good so steamworld heist is made by the same people that have done steamworld dig one and two the what is it image and form games i believe is their name I'm pretty sure it is. I should have I brought know. it up on the screen here, but uh, what it is is a 2D tactical heist game, I guess. Like, you get a bunch of little missions to go into a ship, take, like, the treasures, kill all the dudes in it, turn alarms off, whatever the objectives are, and then get out. You are playing basically space pirate people, and it's set in the Steam World 
type of like aesthetic where everything are weird steampunk robots. Sure. So it's real cool. I really like the aesthetic. I think it plays really nice on the Switch. It's a type of game that I like playing on the Switch where you can just do a mission or two and then call it for the night. So I've been playing kind of on and off the last couple nights, but it turns out to be like close to seven hours. I think I've been putting into it and the missions actually do get kind of hard to the point where like XCOM, you don't want a dude to die because okay so it's like an actual tactics game? it's an actual 2d tactics like turn based okay yeah turn based so is it like invisible ink um no because it's very 2d like there's no like isometric 3d view it's very flat right. oh i just mean because invisible ink is a tactics heist game no this is much more of a <clears throat> like there's a lot more combat in this they okay yeah you're sh- i don't think there's ever a time you can actually pull off like a stealth heist you are very much boarding onto dudes' ships, killing everybody in your way, taking all the loot, and leaving. You are like pirates, okay. for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think the thing I like about it the most is that... Or the, the thing that's most addictive about it is where XCOM, you don't want to lose your good characters that are very high level for obvious reasons because it like hurts your gameplay but also it just kind of sucks to lose that dude you've been in the shit with like through out mission after mission this you don't have that problem really where they're gone forever what you do have though is that you will lose a full star on your grade and the type and me being the type of person where if you can get three stars if i don't get three stars i'm gonna do it again that's becoming kind of an issue (laughs) at some point where not only do I have to get all the loot, but I have to make sure my shitty characters that are like level one or two don't die so that they can get leveled up and be better. And also, so I don't lose out on the star for getting the completion, like the completion rating on all that stuff. So I think it's good in that way where you never really lose the character, but it's kind of, less tense maybe more kind of like an annoyance where you don't want to lose the person in XCOM because like they're gone forever. This is like, you don't want to lose them because then I'll have to do it again, which is kind of like less impactful in a way, but it's a cartoony version of that type of game. And I think it plays very well, especially for the switch. And I like it quite a bit. I was saying before we went live here that image informed games or whatever they're called are very much becoming like the people I look forward to seeing what they do next. Cause I love their art styles and aesthetic and they seem to just do the type of games I like. So we'll have to see. I think uh, the first steamroll dig is just recently got put on switch too, or it's like on its way right now. That makes sense. Yeah. I played through that recently before steamworld dig two came out on uh DS. So I don't think I'll be going back into that, but I highly recommend people to check out Steam World Heist if you're looking for something to play on your Switch that's kind of like a kind of like it's pretty intense, but I don't think it's as intense as like an XCOM or even Mario and Rabbids I heard gets kind of crazy at some parts. If it, ish, yeah, I guess. Okay. What do you like more, Heist or Dig 2? Oh, Dig 2. I just like okay. that. Yeah, I like that Metroidvania style more than I like the tactics style, I guess, just in general. Okay. 
Uh, the big one for me this week, though, I've been playing a lot of Slay the Spire, which is... I have no idea what this is. It is... A, yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was, I've been seeing this on a lot of streams lately. This has become like... It's early access, but it's become like a, a hot title right now. Yeah, it um, <clears throat> it kind of blew up out of nowhere in the last couple weeks here, for sure. Sean is talking while muted. <laughs> I cl- I pressed the button, man. It's the card one. It's the card one, yeah. Okay, yes, I had seen this. So this Slay the cool. Spire is a roguelike dungeon crawling game where you, uh, like collectible deck building card game. It is how you do combat in it. I, what so it's it like is Solitarica. It's kind of like Solitarica. So what it is is every floor you're trying to get to a boss and you do that by going through a bunch of rooms kind of like you would in darkest dungeon or something and every room you can have an encounter with a normal set of enemies an elite uh treasure like a treasure chest or whatever uh merchant or like a random event sort of thing and when you're fighting enemies you are using cards and you're building a deck every time you go through a room that like gives you something basically and the deck is your move set, essentially. Uh, when you fight enemies, you see what their intent is against you on the next turn that they have. So it's turn-based. And, for example, like it's really hard to explain if you haven't seen the gameplay, but it's kind of like you're face-to-face with an enemy, you'll see over their head an attack symbol with the number three, meaning they're going to do three damage to you on the next turn. And then your hand will come up like a game of Hearthstone or something with all the cards in your hand for this turn. You pick what cards you want to use out with uh, within your maximum energy allotment per turn. And you just, like, play against the computer that way. Uh, a big thing that you, I think, is really good about this game, though, is that because it's early access and it hasn't just blown up to the, be this huge thing that's been out for a while now, is that it's very basic, so it's really easy to just jump it into, learn what all the cards are, and kind of know what you want to build with your classes. There's two classes as of right now. There's, like, a knight-type class that you can focus a lot of defense and attack with, <laughs> Hi, Bagel. And um, yep. a roguelike class that you can focus a lot more like attacks per turn. Like they, there's a lot of synergies with zero cost cards and that sort of thing, like way more offensive. Um, and I think the elegance in it is that because you only have three energy ever to start, the cards aren't this crazy power creep of like, playing a huge cost card for a huge amount of damage but rather they all focus on synergizing with each other so instead of like just playing i'm gonna play this 10 mana card to do 20 damage to this enemy you have to think more thoroughly like i only have three energy but like using this combination of stuff i can use this card which will pop up to zero cost cards that'll i can do like six damage with and then do this which will do damage based on how many times I've done damage. Like there's, it focuses very much on your hand rather than just like getting the one card to win it. Even though that is still very much in here because it's a card game and you can get fucked by bad draws, which happens more times than not. Really, um, the roguelite. So ele- are you? Is it? Is it? 
is it a deck building game like you're getting yeah. cards as you go or yeah. do you build your deck and then just go no, as far as you can as you that? go you get okay. cards yeah and you also get items like you would in binding of isaac so every now and then you'll come across a room with a chest in it which you'll get a relic from or you can get relics from merchants and those will just change how certain things work like passively like they would in binding of isaac like one item might just be like every turn get three armor so like you'll always have like three armor on and this every sounds turn. very solitarica like it is it's very solitarica like very interested solitarica is so good yeah i'm super excited for this yep it also does the rogue legacy thing of when you play you like progress through unlocks so you will unlock more cards so the more you play the more the game it'll unlock for you the only problem right now is that because it is early access we are missing a full class there's a third class that's coming soon that we don't have yet there's supposed to be another act right now it ends at the end of act three so it's three main bosses with a bunch of dungeon stuff to go through to get to them um so act four is How coming is soon it? it is i believe 30 dollars i can Do you know what it's going to be no it's probably going to be the same where i to assume oh, okay because it's pretty Are... well out i thought early access games were usually cheaper when they're early access that's usually. not generally a thing anymore though no? unfortunately okay. no well, I... dead cells is dead cells is battlegrounds yeah. wasn't <laughs> right exactly <laughs> Uh, it's 18 Canadian, so 15, which is very good price for that. And actually, they just had an update that I haven't been able to check out yet. So something happened just today called the Ascension update, and this added a new mode, I believe. I'm going to have to look more into that because obviously I was at work, so I didn't get to play around with that. Um, but this is definitely my new go-to roguelite for right now. It combines the things I like about Hearthstone mixed with the uh, dungeon crawling th abilities of like a darkest dungeon. So uh -huh. I think it's really, really cool and people should check it out. All right. Uh, and like I said, I, I'm just playing stuff that I've been playing. So nothing new here. Right. Let's go on to some news. Just a bunch of small stuff for the most part. Um, Mitomo is ending on May 9th. Yep. It did it. It lasted, what, a year? Two years? I think it, I two? Think it was two years. Yeah, I think two. I'm amazed it lasted that long. Yep. This is the, uh, this is not Tomodachi Life, which is what I originally <laughs> thought it was. No, it's uh, not. This is the app. This is the phone app. Yeah, yeah, Nintendo's first mobile game. Yeah, uh, which arguably was worse than Tomodachi Life. Tomodachi Life. Tomodachi Life? Tomodachi. 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 But, like, arguably, it very much was worse than that. Yeah. Well, I said arguably because I honestly don't remember a lot of Mitomo. I didn't play it for much. Mitomo was the one where you added friends and then you asked each other questions like, what movies are you looking forward to? So Nintendo could sell that to theaters and make money off of advertisements for you. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this game sucked. So good riddance. Uh, kind of. Uh, we got the February games with gold. Uh, we're looking at for Xbox one shadow warrior and okay. Assassin's Creed Chronicles India. Okay. I'm pretty sure we got China 
Yeah, so this is the second a one. A while ago. This is the second one. The last one's Russia, I believe. That sounds right. Uh, and then on the 360, they get Split Second, Ooh. which is a great race. That's a game. great game. Yeah. Yep. And Crazy Taxi. Also a good game. But it doesn't have the Offspring music. Bad game. <laughs> don't don't bother. A <laughs> uh, couple uh, Switch announcements. Flint Hook is coming to the Switch. Sure. Cool. Makes sense. I'm excited about that. I've been wanting to play that. This is a great chance. And Dead Cells announced today that it is coming to all the consoles. That's not just PC anymore. So good. So I'm very excited yep. for that as well. Yep. Uh, I cannot wait for Dead Cells to. And it, it, I know for Dead Cells, it's going to be day and date with the PC launch. So I'm definitely getting that on the Switch. Yep. You know it for sure. Yep. Uh, we also got a new Soul Calibur Six trailer. Oh, uh, that showed off some more characters. Uh, I guess that new guy. I think this is this is the new guy that we saw at the end with the double swords. His name is like Grow. Yeah, that's the new guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he looks uh very. Looks like, he looks like Raiden from Metal Gear Rising. A lot of people were saying. Great. I guess he does have like a claw mark down his face that glows. Um. So he's pretty silly. Nightmares in it. Big surprise. Shang was in it, and Keelik is in it. So get hyped! There you go. There you go. Sean's in. He's in on Soul Calibur Six now. I was gonna play it anyway. It looks like they have like super moves now because at one point Nightmare summons a Nightmare horse and rides into you. I think yeah. Five sort of had that, but they're going all in on it on Six. Okay, I don't think I played much of Five. Most yeah. people didn't. I think yeah. they like they had said when they announced it that they took they're taking a lot of what they learned from Tekken Seven. So I think they're doing a lot of what Tekken 7 is doing, which is fucking amazing. I'm so excited <laughs> for this game. Yeah. Uh, God of War has a release date of 420. Really? Yep. Got to compete with that Nintendo Labo. Yeah, so everyone's going to pick up some cardboard and they're going to pick up God of War. And there's a new trailer out for that. And too. some weed. Okay. And some weed. <laughs> now legal in California. I don't know. Um, this is the big news of the week. Okay. Uh, Xbox's uh, Game Pass, the $10 a month subscription service to just get a lot of their back catalog, basically. Yep. Uh, not streaming, but download. They are uh, upgrading that service that you will now get all Microsoft Studios first party games on launch. <clears throat> okay. This is serious. Uh so the 3 they announced that they uh I guess it's the only games they currently have announced is Sea of Thieves, which okay. is March 20th. Yep. Uh Crackdown 3 and State of Decay 2. Those will all be day and date for free if you're part of the Xbox Game Pass. Um ah Okay. Which, that's a great deal. Like, if you're interested yeah. in two first-party Microsoft games, you might as well subscri subscribe to this. Yeah. You're not uh, wrong. That's... Yeah, so, at the, I mean, at this point, I wanted mm. to play Sea of Thieves. I'm I'm going to subscribe in March. Like, why not? Isn't I can always cancel it. open this weekend? Yes. I it's is people it open? I know it's closed. I, I know the beta's live, but I think it is closed. I've been seeing... Oh, there's a closed one going on now. I have, I have a friend playing it. He says... At all times, you can just whip out an accordion. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just life. So, yeah. 
that sounds delightful. He said he also definitely needs some help uh, uh, steering the ship because his character got uh, tipsy and uh, like they got wasted and fell off his ship. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so this game sounds great. Uh, anyway, sure. so I know my plan is to subscribe this March. Um because for 10 bucks I get all of Sea of Thieves. That sounds great. I know I want Crackdown. That that'll be and that there's my two. Yeah. Like, there we go. They even said, like, you know, so this going forward, you'll you know, Halo and Forza could be a part of this too. Yeah. Which is incredibly serious. Like, wow. That's this I think this is a big step for Microsoft. Yeah, no, it's really good, especially considering that they're like that gives away other games for free as well to play. So, yeah, that's cool. And ar- like arguably, I'm not really interested in any of the older games because the ones I have interested in, I've probably played or right. bought at some point. Um, but like day and date, this is like the closest thing we got to Netflix now. Yeah. For games, at least for right? games. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. You got to think maybe this like last year. Microsoft had like a pretty sh- poor showing first party wise. Yeah, I bet this is a, a response to that. And, you know, Sony's just going to got it. They're going to have to do something. Yeah, because. OK, does it work like PlayStation now or do you download it? I believe it's download. These ones Good. you download. Yeah. Oh, that's what that's so the difference. Because PlayStation now is garbage. Uh, What I'm assuming you can only have access to them uh, while you're subscribed. Otherwise, yeah, you can just download everything and, and unsubscribe uh for that of course um it's also uh what i'm wondering is if it if it's the full game or if it's going to be something closer to ea what is the ea one is it just ea access yeah that's right because ea access they'll have brand new titles day and date but you only get like 10 hours with the game or you only get a certain batch of the level of the early levels and then it stops and then you have to buy the full thing yeah and then buy the full thing or a couple years later or, you know, a year later or two, they'll put the whole game in EA access. Right. Um, uh, this doesn't exactly say as far as I've seen around um, for those new titles, at least. Right. But I'm assuming if they were only going to give you a piece, they would have come out and said that because getting everyone's expectations up this high and then saying, oh, but you only get half the game that that would just look pretty shitty. Yeah, that wouldn't be doing them any favors. Sure. Um, so I'm I'm gonna assume it's a full game, and I think this is this is awesome. Like, yeah, it's I good. went from do not care about Game Pass to here is ten dollars a month. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely gonna subscribe for that one. Yeah, and it'll be nice to play like State of Decay two, something that I just wasn't interested in. Now that I'm gonna get it for you know free. Air Did you quotes. play the first one? No. Okay. The first one was one of my favorite games of that year. So I'm looking well, forward now to that. I'm, now I just get it for 10 bucks. Yep. So why not? You can also play some Fable 3. Yep. And it looks like ReCore's on this. All Recore right. ReCore is on there. And so is Gears of War 4, I believe. Or nice. that it was. Bioshock Infinite. All these games I've already played. Yeah. Can't, can't wait. Um... All right. Uh, last bit of news. This was sent in by Dead and Sky, and it's the MPD numbers for December. Hooray! Which means it's my job. But like, not thank you. Really, I was already starting to fall asleep. 
Uh, all right. Uh, where's the breakdown? Oh, it's not quite as nicely broken down as the ones we usually get. Hang on here. It's like not broken down at all. Actually. Mm, nope. Okay. It's actually just a word scramble and yep. with some numbers thrown in there. Yep. And we have to figure it out. I was the top selling game in December. It turns out you did <laughs> right. it. Okay. Hardware generated 1.3 billion in December, up 27% year over year and driven mainly by the Switch. As previously mentioned, it became the best-selling console in its first 10 months, but Microsoft's Xbox One and the PS4 are also breaking records. More people own the two platforms than any of the company's previous iterations. Yeah. Uh, over the first 50 months in market for each console, the combined hardware install base of the PS4 and Xbox One now exceeds that of the PS3 and 360 by 18%, and that of the PS2 and Xbox by 4%. Despite hmm. the growth in software and, software and hardware, the accessories category remained largely unchanged year over year. It earned $735 million in December, with consumers shifting their focus from toys to life, such as Amiibo, to cases and organizers. Interactive gaming toys like Amiibo were down 66%, where cases were up 167% compared to December 2016. Gamepad spending was also up 10%, led by the PS4 DualShock 4 controller, as in previous months. The best-selling games of 2017 are as follows, or would you like to guess what they are? I actually have it open. So best selling of 2017. Yes, I'll in, guess some. Am I the only one that doesn't know? <clears throat> you guys both have it open. You said right. I have it open. I don't know if Paul's read that part or not. It's actually the part I jumped to. I didn't read the uh, part you were just read. <laughs> okay, let me let me just try and guess like the top three. All okay. Right. Okay. Best of all 2017, right? Yeah, in North America. Yeah. No, okay. Uh, best selling. Uh, does this include digital games? Uh, it doesn't, that right? Depends. Depends on the system. Certain games don't have digital sales listed, but some do. Okay, but I'm, I'm wondering, like, is Battlegrounds going to be in this? Uh, no, I don't see PUBG on here. This is all okay, console. So this, this is also consoles, not PC. Okay. All right. Good. All right. Consoles. Okay. So top selling. What was super popular? Um, Zelda. Zelda is number five, but that does not oh. count digital sales of the game. Okay, let's see if I can get higher. Um, man, what's so better than Zelda? What even came out last year? That was so long ago. I'm not even thinking about those games. It's only January, Sean. It might as well be February. Think about what was on your game of the year list. Okay. Zelda. <laughs> Steam World Dig 2. That's no. not on the list. Yeah, nice no, try. That was on my list. HQ. That's not on that list. Okay, Mario, obviously. Mario's in ninth place. Okay, I didn't think that would have sold more than Zelda. I'm surprised it's that low. Came in October. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. Okay. Persona? No way. That can't nope. be that on there. Nope. Horizon. Nope. Wow. Okay. I give up. Uh, Horizon didn't. Oh, no. Horizon was number 10 on the PS4 list. Okay. I just. And I think that list is actually just for December. Uh, all right. Going from 10 up to one. Best selling games of 2017. Mario Kart 8. Is number 10. That does not count digital sales of the game. Number nine, Super Mario Odyssey. Same thing. Doesn't count digital sales. Number eight, Star Wars, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Not counting. Wow. Yeah, not counting PC digital sales for some reason. 
Oh, weird. Okay. Right. okay. Uh, number seven, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. Weird. Okay. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, wow. well, you're saying that. You're saying that, but number six is Grand Theft Auto V. That obviously no, I should have. I should have probably though. just get. Yeah, I yeah. but like, that. but like that's. I feel like that's a statement on the year. Like best selling games of 2017 is something that came out in like what 2013 now. <laughs> when did GTA I mean, 5 come out? Because that's that has a surprisingly long that, lifespan. That was uh yeah 2013 or early 14. No 2013 2013 Sep- September 2013. <clears throat> yep. Uh, number five, Breath of the Wild. No right. digital sales counted. Number four, Madden 2018. Okay. Sure. It's yep. amazing to me. Number Call of th- Duty? Is Call of Duty on this? Of course it is. Okay. Number three, Destiny 2, not counting PC digital sales. All right. Okay. I can see that one. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Number two, NBA 2K18. I would, I would never have guessed that. You can buy ever. that for $200 on the Switch right now. <laughs> I would have guessed... <laughs> 200 and games before I guessed that one. NBA's, I think it's supposed to be the best-selling sports title for like the past couple of years. And this skew had, or this game had like five skews to it was fuck with people. Yeah. yeah. Did one and of them come with a basketball? Probably. Probably. <laughs> Whatever that Connect one did. And, la- and last but not least, Call of Duty World War II is in first place. Right. I'm just like not in touch with the common man. I've known well, this for years. PUBG is actually the second best selling game on the Xbox One in December. Call of Duty, of course, beat it. Wow. Uh, yeah, Call of Duty is the best selling game on Xbox One and PS4 for December. Uh, NBA 2K18 is fourth on Xbox and third on PlayStation. Odyssey what? and Odyssey, Mario Kart, and Zelda are the top three for Switch. Do you think PUBG is the actual number one game of last year? No. No. What do you think is the, what do you think sold the most? Like it, it, you're Pro- get, obviously guessing PC probably stuff. Call of Duty again. Really? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's it's usually Call of Duty. I, I, I still think PUBG, man. That thing was insane. It had more players than than Dota Two. Yeah, but it was on one platform for the longest time. These are yeah. multiplats mostly. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. I hate everything about this comment. Paul, that NBA game is on sale. Only 110 digitally right now. <laughs> okay, what? why is this NBA game so expensive? Because there's different like versions of it you can buy, and I don't actually know what the difference between them is. What do you get with this super it, one? I honestly don't know. currency to unlock stuff from what I remember. Ugh. <laughs> do you get tickets to an actual NBA game? No, because... <laughs> no. <laughs> that'd be too cheap. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. Someone tell me what why this thing is worth hundred and ten dollars. Like what you get? I'm sure it isn't worth hundred and ten. All right. Any other NPD tidbits? Uh, I'm gonna do a quick glance here. I think that was really the most important things. Call of Duty World War II is best on game December as well as for the year. December 27 is the eighth constructed December that a Call of Duty franchise release has topped the sale charts. Software spending was up 1% from December 2016, reaching $1.3 billion spent. Activision Activision Blizzard was the highest earning publisher in 2017, though more folks spent their dollar on Nintendo games in December. 
It's probably thanks to the influx of new Switch owners looking to build out their library of games for that platform. Yeah, for sure. Overall sales for December, yeah, Call of Duty, Star Wars, Odyssey, NBA, Mario Kart, Madden, PUBG, Assassin's Creed Origins, Breath of the Wild, GTA 5 is 10 again, FIFA 18, Destiny 2, Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2, Splatoon 2, Need for Speed Payback, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Just Dance 2018, The Sims 4, and then both Pokemon skews. That was from first place to 20th. Okay, so when MPDs, is that is that money from purchasing a game or is it just money going towards that game money purchasing a game i believe okay because like i know that gta well, makes a ton on their like doesn't count digital like add-ons that's what i'm that's what i'm wondering okay so just actual right. just actual skews <clears throat> being sold as a heads up legend edition gold which is the 110 on sale does that imply there's different legend editions? Yes, there uh, are. Yeah, there are. Okay. Uh, you get 250,000 VC. I guess that's virtual currency, probably. Yep, that's exactly okay. what that is. Uh, 40 My Team Packs deli- delivered one a week. Otherwise, obviously, <laughs> that's too much. That's too many My Team Packs. Got, Did you say 40? Gotta 40? pace it out. 40. Did you say 40 or 14? 40. 40. 40. So for almost a year, you get a pack of... Yeah, because they got because they got to stop you for getting you to get two K nineteen, right? And shack digital items for your my player and more. They don't say what and more is, so yeah, okay. Yep, great. I hate everything about this. <laughs> anyway, cool. Yeah, uh, that's it for news. Yes, it is. Let's go on to some questions. Yeah. Uh, if people want to send questions, they can do so at topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the Discord channel, John's P.O. Box. I'll read this first one from OnePress L2P, because uh, I know you guys are all super excited to answer it. Uh, with the hype of Dragon Ball Fighters. Oh, yeah, yeah. by the way, they announced it's Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah, it's it's still fighters to me. I'm still Fuck calling it. it fighters. Fuck everybody. I'm I do what I that. want. Fighter Zed. Fighter um, Zed is actually the way to go. Yeah. What were some of your favorite moments from the anime? Be it original Dragon Ball Z, GT oh. or Super. OK, let me think of some original ones, because I found that series hilarious. The original. Dragon I, Ball. I like that time Goku punched and kicked someone. It was great. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, the part where Goku screams and gets stronger is yeah. definitely good. I will agree with At, you there. Actual answer, uh, Future Trunks just cutting Frieza in half. That part's super cool. <laughs> future Trunks in general is just super cool. Honestly, the one I remember the least is original Dragon Ball. I guess I don't remember a ton of GT either. I, I only remember like the first story arc of the original Dragon Ball where like the first time they summoned Shenron. So I, I think that's watched the whole thing. I think that's all that aired in y, in uh, on YTV for the longest time. I think yeah. my favorite episode is when Android 16's head gets crushed by Cell and Gohan goes Super Saiyan 2. That's so awesome. That's very cool. Uh, I will say in Super, anytime Master Roshi is fighting, 
it is like ridiculously cool. Like that guy's great. And I love that they brought back his like super like bulky ripped form. Mm-hmm. That was very enjoyable. You got any Paul? <sighs> I mean, Frieza stuff. Is it that part where Vegeta says over 9,000? Yeah. The meme? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) By the way, I found my new favorite meme earlier this week. I mean, we'll talk about it later. It's fine. (laughs) All right. Okay. You you want to talk about it here now that you've hinted at it? Is it steamed hams? No, it's... Steamed hams? It's that that? stupid um, old Terry Toons Three Bears... Oh, spaghetti! Some, somebody dude. touching my spaghetti. That video specifically, I, I watched like either. three times, and I was like dying laughing. <laughs> I gotta catch up with the latest memes. This is, I gotta you check know, these out. S- steamed hams is like the bit from The Simpsons where Skinner invites Superintendent Chalmers over for an unforgettable luncheon, but then like his roast burns, so he just steals some crusty burger stuff. It, it's like that, it's but... like an older Simpsons bit. It was it was really good, okay. but like everyone's been taking that whole bit and just like adjusting it. I think my favorite one now is uh, steamed hams, but everyone is Joe Swanson from Family Guy. So it, <laughs> okay. it's it's just the clip is normal, but like you have both of them going like, "Hey, Peter." <laughs> okay, all right. I'll have to look these up. Yeah, they're pretty good, but. <sighs> I don't know, man. I like the Ginyu Force. I thought they were hilariously dumb. They were great. Okay. And then, like, that's also the time when Goku dies and then comes back, and he's just like, they're having so many, so much trouble with the Ginyu Force, and he like fucking neos it up, and he's just like, yep. no, and he just like stops all of it. Like, it's one of the I first remember, times I remember. I remember just that being one like, so is- specifically because in Canada. Yeah. On YTV when they were showing Dragon Ball. Yeah. They would often. They would go to the episode where Goku shows up. For the first time. <laughs> yeah. And like they can't touch him. Because he keeps like. Yep. Darting back and forth. And you, you don't even see him move. But the, they like show the ground. I swear at least three times. YTV would start over. The entire series. Yep. Into that episode. There so, were probably like. Two years of my life. Where I had no idea what was next. Because they kept so, getting to that and not progressing. There's actually a reason for that. They hated me. No, they, <laughs> well, they I hated them. The dubbing company that was doing them changed. So instead, like it became the Canadian group that was doing it. So that's why the next episode, all the voices are completely different. Uh, I have no idea. Really? Wow. I did not yeah. know that. So interesting. Because I because the same thing happened to me. And I was curious about that. And then when they finally moved on, I'm like, wait, why are all the voices completely different? Why the theme song change? What happened? Okay. Because like it stopped being like Rock the Dragon and it became like this like boring ass tune. Mm. R- Rock the Dragon is the worst. What? What was <laughs> that was the best theme song? It was so up. bad. It's so bad. It's so dumb. That's Another the thing that'll say it. the worst? Anything involving go tanks. Oh man. Air IQ says I totally forgot about this part. This this is actually my favorite answer. When Goku and Piccolo go to get their driver's tests. Yeah, that one's good. Yep. Is that the is that in Dragon Ball? That's in Z. Yeah. That's in Z. I don't remember that one at all. I think it's right after the cell or sorry, the Frieza saga. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, no, uh, it can't, Chi-Chi, it can't be Chi-Chi forces uh, Goku and Piccolo to go get their driver's license. It can't be right after that because Goku's dead, isn't he? No. No, no, he doesn't he go off into space? Yeah, and then when he comes back. 
Okay. Okay, so it must be during that like week long period. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's like, in the three ready. years of training for the androids. Yeah, it must okay. be that one. Okay. Okay. Dude, also Cell just like sucking the life literally out of people is just so disturbingly when he, gross when he and shows creepy. Up the first time? Yeah, like as a kid, sure. I remember seeing that and just being like, oh, this is so weird. I don't like it. It was pretty good when Trunks goes back to his time now knowing that Cell is out there. Yeah. And then he finds him in his first form and just like destroys him immediately. <laughs> yeah. That part's pretty good. Also really just like the uh, Future Trunks mo- movie with like adult Gohan with the one arm. That was cool. Oh, yeah, I never did watch all of that. I've never, never seen any one. of those. Why did yeah, he randomly air them, used to air them, like, long-ass time ago? Weird. My TV used to do uh, anime marathons on New Year's that I would watch. One oh, of them weird. was 36 hours long. Yeah, that sounds about right. Was that the one where yep. they did all the Dragon Ball Z movies, or? Uh, I don't think they did that. Mm-hmm. I don't think they did all of them. But that was back when my TV had, like, a ton of anime, so they had a lot to to show sure i remember i remember having playing a lot of soul caliber 2 and watching a lot of anime on new year's <laughs> at my cousin's house anyway uh moral of the story is you should watch dragon ball super yeah i've been told this by many people many people <laughs> yeah all right, uh, Paul, why don't you take this next one? Yeah, super fan Snoop Doggy Dog wrote in and said, <laughs> yo, what is TDP's rival podcast? Good question, Snoop Doggy Dog, Snoop Lion, Mr. Lion. Um, our rival podcast Bottoms is, up view. is like literally every podcast out there that every, isn't us. That too. <laughs> like, what would our rival podcast be? Um, I do like your answer. The New York Times, just the paper. <laughs> the New York Times. A book. Our, I'll, no, like our rival podcast is just for a book. You. It's just a book. <laughs> just any book. The left-right perspective sounds like a political podcast. A political podcast. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. Comet brings up that RuneScape podcast that Sean kept wanting to beat. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. I don't know. It wasn't that I wanted to be. I think it was Nathan wanted Nathan to be. Nathan wanted to. Cause yeah, because wasn't wasn't his thing like they haven't updated this podcast in like four years. How do how are they higher than us? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it makes no sense. Uh, oh, man. Good. Yeah. But like in See, all honesty, don't know probably about the, the giant right perspective. <laughs> it's Sorry, a, what was that? Probably the giant bomb cast because it's like giant. the same format. <laughs> I mean, most video game podcasts are the same format. It's true. Uh, See, the thing that they don't know about the left-right perspective is that's the good political podcast. This one's also a good political podcast. I like a a political podcast. It's just a really bad one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Uh, John, you get this lengthy one. Hooray. Oh, Lord. All right. Wow, this one comes from David. How y'all doing? I hope the year is off to a great start and that John and Paul are enjoying their socks. This has been a pretty decent month for me. Yeah, that's still here because I haven't seen you in like a month. Yeah. This has been a pretty decent month for me. As I've said in other letters and other times, y'all know I play competitive Pokemon. And this month I've been pretty good getting top cut at a tournament and going to regionals in Dallas this weekend, January 26th to 27th. And overall having a blast. In addition to just having fun at the tournaments, I also get to meet up with friends that live in other cities and having fun with them. 
It brings me to my question, what are some of your favorite moments related to gaming? As a bonus, you can answer with both moments in a game or moments surrounding a game. For instance, for me, one of my favorite moments in the game was uh, is beating your rival in red and blue for the first time with just moments surrounding a game. It's just having fun at tournaments. One match this month, I was paired up with a good friend and we spent the round just bullshitting with each, with each other. Even though I lost that game, I had more fun than I've ever had playing Pokemon. I'm interested in hearing your all's answers. Hope you have a good weekend or week and I hope to do well at regionals. Turns out the friend you were playing with, that was his tactic, and that's and he knew he was going to win with it. Yeah. Mm. Totally. Yep. Uh, favorite moment. Related to gaming, playing Resident Evil 2 for the first <clears throat> time with my friend at his house, like, we just played all weekend. Boy, that was a good weekend. I definitely have, like, a lot of, like, playing just a ton of Melee with my friends at, like, sleepovers or whatever. Yep playing that so much like the whole time same with like double dash I feel like there's uh, more specifics probably for me in university playing guilty gear and just all the friends that i made playing that yeah i also really like any any of the times i went for the uh endless set list achievements in rock band <laughs> Yeah, uh, specifically the bladder of steel one where you weren't allowed to pause or lose. Yeah, because uh, those so, those are so actual. Dumb. Yeah, they're dumb, but like it's just like a fun thing. It, I think there's a good through line that it's always with other people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> yeah. Because, uh, yeah, like the Jackbox games when I have people over, those are like cr good, crazy highlights. I remember when Metal Gear uh, Solid 2 came out, my friend had a PS2 and I didn't at the time. And um, he had tr we were playing it on Extreme and we couldn't get past this part. It's I can't remember what part of the big shell it is, but it's the one with all the conveyor belts and boxes and stuff. And there's okay. like a bunch of guards patrolling the room. And we were kind of banging our heads against it. We had been playing all day. And then I went home. And then he called me at like eight in the morning the next morning he's like i had a dream get over here now and he dreamed <laughs> how to beat that part and it worked amazing <laughs> it was really good that i think that was one of my favorite things because i remember running over to his house at like nine in the morning on like a saturday it's the stupidest thing to play this game but nice that was, yeah good times Uh, what about like in games, I guess, too? In games, yeah. Like Q Sean's Asura's Wrath part, whatever. That's, yeah, that's a pretty good <laughs> The whole game, I guess. One. Yeah, that whole game. Asura's Wrath is definitely up there. Mm -hmm. The ending of Metal Gear Solid 3, when the speech is finding out, you find out like what the boss was all about. The like salute that big boss does to the grave is just like oh that's just good that's just like good storytelling right there that's good movie making kojima good job i guess just because it's like recent like there's a lot of stuff in near yeah. like at the end <laughs> there's a like, lot in near. oh man yeah there's a lot in near And these I are so much harder to pick out because they yeah, like, it's I more feel just like, like I feel like yeah, they all blur together now. Yeah. 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 Uh, 
I kind of like There's the moments cool surrounding gaming more because I think those are more personable than like because we've all seen like the parts in games. I think it's better when people just talk about the experience that they had with gaming. A lot of the ones I'm thinking of are also like spoilers, so I have to be like vague. Like, There's also that a, bu- <laughs> a bunch of the hidden my game by mom stuff is real great. <laughs> I don't specifically remember most of them, but yeah, at the time I was like, that's silly. OK, that's good. All right. Next question comes from Eduardo. What is the coolest genre of music? Funk. Funk? It's the coolest. It's not my favorite, but it's the coolest genre. Okay. John, what's the coolest genre of music? Jazz. Jazz is pretty cool. Jazz. Okay. Um, I don't want to say either of those. What do I want to say? What's the coolest? Okay. Funk rhymes with punk. Ska. I'm going to say ska. That's oh, not shit. the coolest. Ska is actually a pretty that's good choice, the, That's the least coolest. <laughs> I'm going to stick with ska, though, despite it being actually the least coolest genre of music. <clears throat> the least coolest. The most uncool genre of music. Uh, VGC Kenny wrote during the Game of the Year podcast, Paul said Hollow Knight is the best Metroidvania. This brings me to an interesting thought experiment. When starting someone off on a genre, do you start them off at the best one, or do you start at a good one and then build up to the best? That's a good question. Yeah. I think you chronologically go with the best at the time and work, like, I think you have to start with the old ones first, personally. I don't think you just start somebody off with the best. Yeah. If I had my choice. Because you can't, like you can't you're, appreciate you're, you're, older you're ones. You're asking them to commit to playing so many games. No, because you choose the best ones from those eras. You don't just say play all of them. Like, if I was, if somebody was like, <clears throat> give me some Metroidvanias to play, I'd probably start them off at like Symphony of the Night. And then we could go from there. Okay. Yeah, I'd you wouldn't probably be worried that, that like... Just because they're all older, that you know, the weird tendencies of older games might just turn them off. I think it depends yeah. on the game because some games I feel like <laughs> sure go past that, like say Mario Three, Mario World for like sure. platformers. But like, I wouldn't have someone play Halo One if I wanted to get them into Halo. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. It does depend on quite a few things. I think. Um, because like, like I'm thinking like JRPGs. Uh huh. What what would you do? Someone wants to play some JRPGs for the first time. What do you What do you say? What like, do you recommend as okay. the first one? So that is so broad. I would just be like, Have you heard of any series in that genre? And then we'll, I'll tell you one to start off in there. I guess they haven't. They're so new. They're just like, Hey, I want to play some JRPGs. Uh, Final Fantasy. Or I want to play. An, I want to play a JRPG. Final Fantasy 3 US 6 over there in Japan is probably okay. where I'd start them or Chrono Trigger. What about you, John? Someone wants to play JRP- a, a JRPG. What do you say? Oof, Chrono Trigger. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, so like nothing polygonal? Not until no. we know that they like that genre even to begin with. Okay. Yeah. Something that feels timeless would be really be the thing. And yeah. like... 
the 3D, old 3D has a problem of feeling really aged. Sure. Yeah. Well, I again, but you could just do like something like recent, like mm. Brave the Default. Eh, you know, yeah, it's not a bad idea. It's something something recent. I was thinking. So I'm saying Final Fantasy VII might be a good baby's first JRPG. See, I don't. I think we just said like old 3D would not be good. Also, that game is so long. Well, here's the thing: like Chrono Trigger is like 20 hours at most. Like, so I feel like retro ones would work. Versus, sure. say, yep. like, Bravely Default's probably at least double that. Yeah. Like, basically where I land on this is I want... If somebody can... I think the reason why people appreciate newer stuff that's considered the best for this time is because they've seen the evolution and know what it started as. And I think it's important to have that kind of as a foundation to move on to see, like, tropes or certain mechanics or whatever and see how they've, like, become better to see why... Hollow Knight is, I consider, one of the best Metroidvanias. Is like you should probably know how Super Metroid plays. You should probably know how Symphony of the Night plays. Like, again, you're asking that person to commit to like a lot of games. Not, that's though. not my problem. No, well, what if the person's just like, hey, you know, I want to play one. Yeah, and I answered you. I, uh, you start them off at the first one that you consider the first one, a good still one, the first a foundation. One? I yeah. think I think I go with a recent one myself. No, there's absolutely no way I do that. As much as, like, if I'm trying to get them, like, the best, like, you know, quote-unquote education, then mm-hmm. yes, I totally agree. They need to get these references and whatnot. But, like, if I don't think this person is going to play through all that, like, I'm thinking, for example, like, like, I know my girlfriend's not going to play three RPGs in a row or whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? She's not going to play, like, three Metroidvania games in a row. Sure. And it's like, well, play Ori. It's, like, really great. And if you like okay. that, then I can show you some more stuff that you might not like as much. See, I don't think that's a good way to go at all. <laughs> no. Telling somebody that really likes something to play something they're probably not going to like because it's not as good seems like a good way to turn them off. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. But I'm hoping that like their love of that first one will kind of help ease any like rough edges that an older one or one that's not as good might so, have. So there's kind of another layer to this where... Like, are they somebody who cares about video games in uh, any way, or are they kind of a normie, you know? Yeah, that, and that's what There's I'm kind of saying. That. Is like, yeah. Is, 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 you have to kind of figure out what, how much are they going to commit to playing all these games. There's a few Because a lot of the times when someone's do, like, hey, yeah. should I just jump in on the latest Mass Effect, or should I play all of them? And it's like, well, True. a lot of the times I would say, you're going to get more out of it if you play all of them, but if, if, that's gonna, if there's no way you're going to play through three of them, yeah. just play the latest one. Because that's the one to do. Like, if you're yeah. if playing the first and second are going to stop you from playing the fourth one, yeah. you're just not going to make it. Then just play the fourth one or whatever. It totally, it totally depends on the game series too. Like the most recent example is I would never tell somebody to go play Monster Hunter Three when World is coming out tomorrow. You should just play World because it's the easiest one to get into. Like there are, right. like you should probably not play Demon Souls either. You should probably start with Dark Souls if you want to start with one of those. Like, there are different things. It, it totally depends what the genre is, to be honest with you. And, I'm, and the, the example I'm thinking of immediately is Assassin's Creed. If someone said, hey, I want to play an Assassin's Creed game. I've never played one. Yeah. I would definitely say Origins. play Origins. Yeah. Like, you, you'll definitely get more out of, like, seeing how this evolved if you start at, like, one. Even if you just play every second one. 
because there's definitely ones you can skip. But like at this point, it's like there's no way you're going to make it through all that. Yeah. You're, like you have to just stop playing games for like a year. <laughs> so just just play Origins. And if you like that, sure. then, you know, I'll tell you I'll tell you another one to play. It's not going to be as good. Yeah. But I'll tell you what the next best one is. That'll make sense. It like this answer actually is contingent on so many different things. You need to know like what the type of genre is, where that genre really started to flourish. And if it was early 3D, maybe skip that to something more modern. If the person is a video game player, like by trade, I guess, or like a hobbyist, or if they're kind of like a normie, as I keep using that word because I think it's dumb. I love that term. Like, there's so many things you have to actually consider that it's actually a case-by-case basis, I think. I feel like if they're if they're into games enough to want to go through that... They would know. What they, they, would, they would kind of know or have an understanding. Yeah. No, I think so there's I feel like truth in that. Inside this question, we're, we're assuming they're a normal... A normal you know, person. They're, one of the, they're a normal person. Sure. In that case, I would still say go back to, like, Symphony of the Night for Metroidvania. Like, again... What are you thinking, John? Still going back for a normal? Yeah. I think I'd still play, get, get them to play a recent one. As long as the thing we're going back to is something that still can, holds up as well. Oh, that holds I, th- up good. I thought you were going to say accessible, because that's something we forgot, too. It also is, that. <laughs> it is way easier to tell somebody to buy something on the console they have, like maybe a Switch or the cell phone, you know, a mobile version of something. Sure. Then yep. why don't you find... A fucking like, like a PS1. PC engine. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sure John has one you could borrow for a weekend if you want. I'll give you his number. Yeah. Go, you got you got to find a PlayStation One. Yeah. Got to find a TV that has composite cable plugins and make sure you have a memory card. Yeah, that works. I think accessibility is also a thing that should be really considered here for sure. Because I just realized Symphony of the Night is not really that easy to play right now unless you are a person that has stuff that can play that game. Yeah, like a 360 or is did that get is that on Xbox one backwards? Compatible? It's on 360. It's on 360. I don't think it's on backwards compatible. Yeah. Yeah, I have it on the 360. I was just also. Yeah, yeah sure. so if you have a PS3, a 360, you can play it. Or if you have a PS1. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these or answers are hard. PSP is the answer. PSP is oh, always good, the yeah. answer, to be fair. Just go out, get yourself a PSP. Yeah. Exactly. UMDs are like tiny CDs. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Good question, though. I like that one. It is a, it's a good question, yep. yep. All right, John, you're up. All right. Next one comes to us from... Uh, okay, that was VGC Kenny's. Daniel... With Nintendo's jump to cardboard with Labo, if you could design your own cardboard thing to add to one of the set, what would it be, and what would the game be like? Sword. Sword fighting. Sword's an easy one, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's an easy one. Yeah, I like that one. I feel like you can get way more creative. Like, they came up with a piano. That's true. A sword might as well just be, like, a longer (laughs) Joy-Con. Exercise bike, then. Okay, and just a, just an actual bicycle. Yeah, no, it's just like a like a little sit down set of pedals you put at your feet. Yeah, that'd but be the pedals cool. are the Joy Cons. Yeah, right. <clears throat> hmm. hmm. I'm trying to think of what game I'm like playing recently that I could do like a stupid peripheral for. That's a that's a good way to go about this. Um, 
I guess you could do kind of like a bow and arrow. If you like pull back on the Joy-Con. Just snap the cardboard. Yeah, (laughs) that'd be pretty good, though, for one try. I like it. Yeah, attach your Joy-Con to this rubber band. Yep. And then just shoot it at your left hand. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Good. Someone says, what? No cardboard egg? This makes me think I would love if they incorporated like egg holders, the cardboard egg holders Uh in some way. I don't know how you'd incorporate that, but I like the idea (laughs) of like you needing that style of cardboard box. Man, I'm just like not very creative. No, me neither. That's why I want Nintendo to just make all the cardboard stuff because (laughs) let them worry about it. Honestly, bike was the most creative, but despite yeah. being impossible. No, that's <laughs> totally possible. Like it would be like just the pedals. It wouldn't be like something it's that moves. Just you. the pedals. Like it's just an exercise kind of bike setup. Okay. And that you can sit on this cardboard bike. Have you never heard of pedals where you can just put them at your feet when you're sitting in your chair and just kind of move your legs okay, this while is, you're working? This is quickly becoming not a bike. It's still an exercise <laughs> pedal setup. All right. Okay. So, all right, I see what you're saying. Okay. Cardboard hang glider is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> That's another Cardboard good one. scythe. I'm trying to think of ones that, like, move, that move though. Yeah. Just, like... Yeah, yeah. Something with treads, like a snowmobile. Mm-hmm. But I guess they already had kind of that, That's, like... Yeah. That bike kind of steering one right yeah because i was thinking about like a wheel type thing too but they kind of have that so for like driving games what if you yeah what if you like put it into like a very tiny cardboard wheel and then it's like you're holding a steering wheel yeah and the bottom screen is a fart button (laughs) just describe mario kart 8 okay nine (laughs) never mind this is this is the new one yeah, so you you know you have the switch beside you. Yeah, and you can tap the screen if you want to make Wario fart. Otherwise, you got one Joy-Con in the uh, in the steering wheel. So someone says cardboard keyblade, cardboard guitar. How about something with um like a cardboard Beyblade? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you just put the Joy-Con vertical in the cardboard thing and then you kind of dreidel it yeah okay someone else yeah yeah, yeah. and then it, when you, if you tap the switch screen it it makes a fart sound <laughs> that's really like the patent right there yeah the fart yeah. sound patent <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh playful piano writes in this is our last question yeah what game would you expect to see in the switch that others wouldn't expect. So here's the thing. They did it already at Doom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good answer. A good yeah. answer. Doom. Doom and Hidden my game by mom. I would never have guessed that was going to play yeah. on the Switch. Yeah. Despite them changing the name like Monsters so that it actually makes sense. Yeah. That others wouldn't expect. So what if... That new Shadow of the Colossus game. It's like, surprise, it's also for Switch. It's also on the Switch. <laughs> it's coming Metal, out in like Metal two Gear weeks. Survive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, these are easy. Halo 6. There you go. Wait, is Halo 6 out? No, 5 just five is out. Destiny 2. But only DLC Pack 2. 
<laughs> what if what if Destiny Four came out, but we'd never even heard about Destiny Three yet? Right. That is ahead of the curve. Yep, that would be unexpected. <laughs> Destiny Four spelled like, but it's missing like the I, or it's spelled with two Y's. That's better. Yeah, that's and it's that's just and it's just Destiny Two again, but obviously looks worse. Or even better, it doesn't look worse. <laughs> Somehow they've figured it out. Like, they kind of um, did... Like, I didn't expect Skyrim to be coming to that. Like, it's... They've done this, kind of. Yeah. I didn't expect Darkest Dungeon, and that's out. <laughs> I didn't expect actual support for the Switch. It might be my actual answer. <laughs> yeah, I've got to with you. I'd be surprised if Dream Daddy showed up. Not super surprised, but like I'd still just be like, "Huh, all right." I would kind of like visual novels on that thing. That's like the platform. I wish Dream Daddy right. was Dream on Strike's my coming. phone. Like, is it? I didn't actually know that. Is, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I think I remember us having like a brief news story about that, which is good because I'm almost caught up. Um, so they got to start translating more of those Japanese-only ones over here, um, and then they can skip the switch for all I care. Put it on my phone, please. Yep. All right. Um, that's it. Uh, John, where can people send questions for next week? Top 10 Perspective at gmail.com, TDP Podcast on Twitter, Top 10 Perspective on Facebook, and my P.O. Box, which is listed um, on my YouTube and Facebook. So I don't think we listed it on TDP. <laughs> no. I, I mean, I keep asking you to wear that sticky note on your forehead when we do the shows with your P.O. Box number, but you haven't done it yet. So Not yet. Someday. Maybe next week. Uh, what's your games of the week? Iconoclast. Oh, Slay the Spire. I guess mine's Ace Attorney. Okay. I'm, I'm playing that. Uh, all right, a little bit of housekeeping. The poll for our February game is now live. Oh, okay. Uh, it's the games we mentioned last week. So you can yep. go and vote on that if you're a Patreon backer uh, for what we will play at the end of next uh, of next month. And we will be recording our January podcast at the end of of this month we're actually going to do it after next week's episode not live for obvious reasons uh on dream daddy and then that should be going up shortly after that uh so if you are a patreon backer get ready to listen to us talk about dating all of these dreamy dads yeah Uh, on that note also monster hunter world is out bitches go get it hit me up let's hunt (laughs) let's do it oh my god I mean, tomorrow, <laughs> when I actually wake up, have a nice breakfast, do some adult things, and then buy the game. Because I'm a fucking adult, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, all right, is that it? We're good? That's it. Yep. That's a podcast. All right, we'll see everybody next week. Thank you for listening. Bye.